Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners Podcast, brought to you by Raz Mobility. Raz Mobility is thrilled to offer the Raz Memory Cell Phone. It's uniquely designed for individuals with dementia. There's no other cell phone that's easier to use. It consists of one screen with pictures and names underneath. To make calls, the senior simply taps and holds the picture of the person they wish to call. That's it. Care partners control the RAS memory cell phone remotely through an online portal or app, allowing care partners to manage the phone rather than the senior. The RAS memory cell phone allows seniors to continue to use the cell phone even as their condition becomes more challenging. For more information, visit www.rasmobility.com. Our topic today is going to be about the conference that's just wrapped up. Now, Tipa, you obviously had uh, some great successes there, a huge audience all around the world, but can you pick two, three things that really stuck out for you? Yeah, so one of the things that I think people um, came back with at the end of the conference, because I said, you know, what's your takeaway? And one that was incredibly powerful for many people was seeing dementia as a disability, not a death sentence, but a disability, uh, an ever-changing one and one that's complicated, but something that isn't, you're not going to start dying right away when you get your diagnosis. And it's time to relook at what you are going to be able to do and how we switch an environment, uh, look at how we provide support, maybe look at things like safety and independence and then, you know, participation to see what's possible after the diagnosis. And it turns out it's highly variable. A very individual experience. Yeah, yeah. And I think the second sort of one that came up a lot uh, for people was the idea that um, people living with dementia, what they choose to do and how they choose to engage in living uh, and how we support that, but don't try to take it over, seems to make a big difference in what, what is perceived as quality of life, how well life is going, and how important it is to have uh, a purpose and value a way that in which you still make a difference in the world. And that Positive Approach to Care PAC provides that for, for some people. Uh, and it also provides that that opening window phenomena for families and for professionals and for organizations, a way to look at this differently. Now, PAC has always been inclusive, but this time around even more inclusive because you featured several people, persons living with dementia as key uh, participants in the conference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had people co-presenting with us, we had people stating their perspective, their point of view, and some people had different perspectives and points of view. Um, we started it all off as we usually, I mean, we have the last two years now, the last year and this year is with Dementia Minds uh, out of Michigan that's now a national organization that's helping people sort of recognize the role of people living with dementia as expert at their living, you know, they understand what they feel, what they think, and they have a voice and they can do that skill set. And then how we then take that 
perspective and then build it into other phenomena. And so we've had some really powerful speakers and then we had people who ran self-care uh, sessions and they were living with dementia and they ran self-care sessions about technology, about advanced directives, about uh, what they need from physicians. So people were speaking up and providing others with information about what it's like. What about surprises at this year's conference? Because there always seems to be something that just emerges and everybody goes, wow. Yeah. So I think the wow was for many people, the concept of looking at, you know, gem states isn't something that just happens to people living with dementia. It happens to each one of us. And throughout the conference days, people would find themselves, you know, going into more of a a great amber moment where, wow, this was a great sensation, man, I was having a really super time. This is fantastic. Or, whoa, I'm getting overwhelmed. I'm so tired. I just need to step away. I mean, I need a cup of coffee kind of thing, you know, so that going in and out of different gem states isn't something that's weird. It's just part of living life. When you get stuck in a gem state and it's not working well, that's, that's what really tends to create the havoc or the challenge or the problem. And that appreciating that if someone's in an amber state and I start reacting to the amber state, I'm just as much in an amber state as they are, I think was like a, oh, oh, yeah, oops. Okay, how can we switch that? How can I do that? And that idea of taking a pause and backing up and going, hmm, okay, you're not liking it, I'm not liking it. Maybe we should try something different. Now the conference itself, you reached a, an international audience. You've, you've talked internationally before, but do you find that there's sort of a, a sameness amongst all the care partners that people are really trying to learn more and how to be better? Yeah, I mean, what was really sort of exciting and interesting is we had a daughter from Malaysia who's caring for her mom. And she actually has found value in using the relationship guide, reading a, a piece to her mom and her mom responding and, and, and thinking about it and giving her some feedback. Um, and her mom is, you know, fairly early in her dementia, but she's really often challenged by being the mom that she is and having a sense that, you know, sometimes it's, you're trying to make me do things and I don't like that. So, you know, that learning process, that learning curve and people, you know, who are in Singapore, like Emily Ong, who is uh, speaking up and, and doing cooking. I mean, she's a remarkable chef, but she also has to live her life now with the challenges of not being able to find a sequence or not being able to know what comes, what do I do with this ingredient? How about cultural differences in being a care provider, a care partner? Yeah, so I think one of the things that we're finding is internationally, we have to really fit the concept of PAC into the culture that we are working with. So we are now making connections to China and to Australia and to New Zealand and to Polynesia. And, and every culture we go into is somewhat unique. And so some of our specifics will change, but the intent is the same. You must seek permission, you must receive permission, and, and until and unless you make sure that you're connecting, you don't have a solid enough relationship to often get the quote-unquote care done that you want to provide or offer the support that's going to work. Tipa, thank you very much.
You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series brought to you by Positive Approach to Care and RAS Mobility.